Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. So what's going on with this UFO thing? Okay. There's so a big report that came out. This has been in the works for a while because uh, they've wanted to get this big deep dive into all these unexplained sightings over the years. So they decided to commission like this big, massive report into it. And it was like, kind of come out in June, the end of June, this big report. It's Everyone's thinking they're going to tell us that UFOs are... You know, they walk among us, and they're here, and they're, they've they been spotted so many places. Well, they have, haven't they? Wow. So the the U.S. department here that was doing this big report, they came out with a big old report, 143-page uh, document. And, uh, well, it says that out of all of those sightings that they've seen, which are uh, over, over, you know, but since 2004, there's about 150 of them. That's it? 21 reports. Of unknown phenomena involving 18 episodes, possibly demonstrate technological capabilities that are unknown to mankind. And these were all like super far fetched. But uh, the document says that uh, it's largely inconclusive and uh, they need to evaluate more. So we waited all this time so for that to find time. out that there were 18 people that have seen a UFO. <laughs> they, said, they said 18 of the sightings appear to have some sort of advanced technology, but the, so the Pentagon has not ruled out alien origins, but of course they can't do anything to actually confirm that these are aliens. Hmm. Yeah, I thought they had the one video that was released by the U.S. military, or the Navy, I guess it was, down by San Diego. I yeah. think they were out on some warship. And they had the pilot who basically said, like, I've never seen anything like this before. This was something out of the ordinary. And they took that, that you know, video clip that they mm. had and dissected it. But, I mean, until they act, like, you, you can't know what something is flying in the air if you can't actually study it. You know what I mean? Well, that's like why all, it's called an unidentified flying exactly, object, I guess. Exactly. So can't all, identify. They, all they have is, you know, these videos and these, uh, you know, still photos and have to try to come up with their conclusions themselves. Well, obviously, you're not going to be able to unless they actually make contact with somebody. Wasn't there something about today's date, though? Wasn't there some guy that said June 28th he was going to also release something? Did you not have this yeah, story a couple something weeks ago? That. He was like some ufologist yes. who said that, uh, well, I think what he was saying was that that he had more faith in this, you know, report that they were actually going to, you know, um, prove him right, I guess. Okay. Right? But now the fact that this report has come out saying that, you know, well, we don't have any information on any of this, so we still don't know what's going on. You wonder what a guy like that who spends his whole life studying UFOs is going to have to say. Yesterday, a world record for the most vaccine doses ever administered in a single clinic was set in Toronto at the Scotiabank Arena. 26,771 doses. Go Vax, go. All right. Go Vax, go. <laughs> um, funny because that's uh, a lot of people getting their second round, which is the first time anybody in Toronto seen a second <laughs> round in a very long time. Hello. <laughs> He's been waiting all weekend Good morning. for joke, guys. Good morning. <laughs> Try the veal. But yeah, seriously, it was crazy. They called it uh, Big Vaccination Day, I guess. Um, you know, they, they just wanted to do a, a huge push, yeah. and, and they did, uh, with over 25,000 people booking. That's great. And even more. They called it uh, Our Winning Shot. Started at 7 a.m., fully booked right through the day. Hmm, that's great. I think uh, Manitoba's is twi- just over 20,000, I think. Is that our record? I think so. Um, so last week, 12,000 roughly. Oh, then maybe it's, maybe it's much lower than that. Yeah. Well, it, it, it could very well be. I, I don't know. But yeah. I will say that when I went to the Leela Super site on uh, Tuesday, last Tuesday, um, it, it 
wasn't really that busy. It, it didn't seem no. no, but I mean, it's pretty quick, right? Yeah, I mean, it happens. Like they kind of siphon you through there pretty quick, so it doesn't surprise me that there's not like huge lineups or anything like that. Yeah, because then when they did the pop up site that was at the Shoppers Drug Mart here, and you saw people yeah. were lined up for days. Yeah, people still camping up. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no vaccinations, <laughs> no. but people are just lined they just up. Can't get out of line. They're stuck. Yeah, you don't want to lose your spot in line. But uh, <laughs> apparently by week's end, um, we will have had 50 million doses in arms in uh, Canada. So that's including first and second shot, okay. meaning that's three quarters of Canadians over 12 plus fully inoculated. Excellent. By week's end. So 33.2 <clears throat> million Canadians, et cetera. Right. So you're, I think Manitoba, I read yesterday, you're at uh, like there's 72% um, with one shot. Mm-hmm. Want to get that up to, you know, 75 to hit the next benchmark and then 80 by September, which, I mean, it's going to be a bit of a uphill climb, I think, because everybody that hasn't gotten their first shot yet, you wonder if there's still something out there that's going to entice them to get that first shot by now. You know well, I mean? you know, once all the research is in and they can figure out exactly what's in this I uh, guess vaccination. So. Yeah, but uh, already the second shot is like up over 30% in Manitoba. Of course, because everyone with one is going to get two. Exactly, and that number is going to keep skyrocketing because now anybody can book. If you've, if you've had yeah. your first shot, you can book your second shot now. So Yeah, like I have a buddy, and, and again, he's, I don't know, anti-vax, but like he's a... He's not super annoying about it, but he's like, well, I'm going to, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait till I have to get it to do something. I'm like, well, I guess you're going to have to get it eventually anyway. Yeah, so why, why wouldn't you just go through now yeah. and do it now? Yeah. Like if you're eventually you're going to have to get it. Cause you're going to want to hop on a plane and then, or, or go to a concert or right. go to a hockey game, especially because the way we see it now, like it's a pretty smooth process. Now you wonder what that's going to be like. if, you know, in right. five months from now, if they're still going to have all these sites set up and they're going to probably not, I mean? probably not. So it's going to be a lot of 75% has double dose. You know, yeah. they're not going to just keep spending this money for no. the 25% outlier just to try to get them into the building. Yeah. To try and lure them in. Yeah. I mean, incentivizing it, I guess has, has helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, with you see in, uh, Alberta, like their numbers are, are are great. Where you would think there would be a ton of anti-vaxxers because you know the the Alberta mentality way of thinking that it's yeah. like yeah, if the government man, yeah, the government chips in our head, man. <laughs> um, they're at like yeah, they're almost eighty percent. Why? Because three people could win a million dollars. Hey, whatever works. Yeah, exactly. Whatever Stick it works. in me. Yeah. Put it in my pee hole for a million. <laughs> How many weddings do you typically get invited to in a summer? Two, three, four, something like that. I know yours is not going to happen now until the fall. Mm-hmm. Next year, though, we've already got five, I think, booked in for the summertime, like oh, between yeah. like May and, and September. Yeah, I guess there's going to be a, a backlog, a log jam yeah. of people who have not been able to pull it off in 2020 and, and ultimately this summer, too, because... Um, if you're if you're throwing an event, um, and I do know people, I, I've heard stories of people just having weddings with eight, ten people there, whatever. But yeah. if you really want to throw down, you know, you got to have a couple hundred people in attendance. No, well, that was kind of our thought. I mean, yeah, we could have gone through with just the 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 smaller wedding, but both of us, we want the big party. We want the couple hundred people and the money. You know, well, and the money's good too. Let's go. <laughs> Turnbull's getting rich <laughs> off of this thing. So uh, there's a, a venue that I haven't been to a wedding at in a couple of years, but my friend Chelsea oh, and geez. Dennis. I could just see everybody on the dance floor oh, just yeah. line dancing to this on the wedding floor. Come that on. That was the last one I was at at the Hitchin' Post. The Hitchin' Post. Come on, everybody. Get on the oh, floor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Oh, yeah, yeah, and just people just moving different directions. They don't even know what the hell they're other. doing. Yeah. yeah, it never works out. Trying to do the scoot and boogie. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody knows a thing or two about the scoot and boogie, it's me. But, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I thought that was just a, a classic 
wedding venue. I really enjoyed my time. I've been to a couple there over the years at the Hitchin Post Ranch. It's just outside the city. And in all honesty, both I think I've been there two or three times. I was in a shuttle. Like I couldn't find that place again because I was pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I was just on a I was on a bus one time, a school bus, and then another one I was in a limo with a bunch of people. I'm yeah. not looking where we're no, going. Of course I not, think it's yeah. up Highway Six. It's uh, all the wedding venues are outside. There's a lot of them that are in that sort of Niverville area. A lot okay. of them. There's, they're all inside the city. And if you can get into that game, man, you are making a racket. Gross Isle. That's where this one is. Ridge Road and Gross Isle. Yeah. I could probably find it now. This was like a like it was basically like a themed sort of venue, right? Yeah, like kind of like country western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in an old barn, I guess. Okay, and and they had uh, you know there's wagon wheels and other farm country stuff. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, those things that, that farmers use. Yeah. Tractors, yeah, maybe those too. I don't know. Um, but yeah, apparently the Hitchin Post uh, announced yesterday on Facebook that they're closing down. Oh, jeez. COVID That's got, got him. Yeah, pandemic related. I was going to say. I mean, all these venues, no, nobody's gotten married, right? Because you're 37 if, years. Though. If you were going to do a small wedding, you weren't going to go to a venue like this, right? right. You're Why just going to go to a backyard or whatever because you don't need the, the big venue. When you think of how many people, they apparently 400 Manitobans have shared their nuptials there. Wow. So, so 400, and you got to think a couple hundred people at each wedding. I mean, that's thousands of people. <laughs> it is. Doing it farm is, stuff. It is. That's a lot of boot scooting boogies. It's a lot of people scooting and boogieing in that barn. Man, I'm surprised the, the floor hasn't needed to be replaced in the 37 years <laughs> that they've owned it. Ain't no kidding. Operational since uh, 1984. <laughs> Apparently, they're going to keep it going um, through this summer to honor their obligations. Sure. Yeah. But 2020 uh, said the owner was, was meant to be their biggest year yet. And there's nothing we can do about yeah. it. Um, pretty deflating when that gets pulled out from under you and the lockdowns keep happening and people keep moving the goalposts. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it's, it is all about safety and, and you know, protecting people. But, um, you know, these are those local businesses that uh, feel in the brunt of. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah, 16 months of BS. For sure. They haven't really been able to use their, their places at all. And these places were packed. I remember when we were looking at venues and we went to some of these places and they were booking up like. A year in advance, basically. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So uh, to not and then so not to use all those weddings, then all those weddings get moved to the next summer, and well, then you're hooped. You're hooped, yeah, yeah. Hey, have you ever? Uh, we were talking about this late last week. You ever chased somebody down for an autograph? Um, I know that uh, whenever there's visiting hockey teams in town, there are people that will go down to the Fairmont or the Delta. And they'll stand outside yeah. and seek autographs. Yeah. And I always think it's weird when adults go and ask other adults for autographs. Yeah, a little bit. It's very bizarre. <laughs> it's weird behavior. Cause it, and I feel that now some of the players are onto it. And they're not actually signing for a lot of adults because adults are taking the cards or the stick or whatever. And they're putting it up on eBay and making money off of these signatures. Plus, now players have, I know there's certain players in the NHL that have, like, deals where they aren't, aren't allowed to just sign random autographs. It has to go through, like, a specific company and stuff like that. Oh. Uh, I believe Patrick Lanning was one of them. He couldn't just sign, like, free willy-nilly. What do you mean? Well, because a company paid him money? It's something like that. Yeah, you have to go through the company and he has to sign through there or something like that. That sounds really it's, crazy. Dude, that's how sport, the sports landscape is now. There's people owning people for this and, you know. 
Like you just you just get owned for everything. I saw Johnny Manziel. Uh, Johnny Football was was on a barstool podcast, and he was talking about how when he was playing, uh, it was the year after his Heisman, so his senior year, was playing at Texas A and M. And he ran into some guy at a club and some guy was like, hey, man, I'll pay you like 300 bucks per autograph or some, something like that to sign a bunch of merchandise. So he went back to this hotel. Obviously, they, it sounded like they ripped a bunch of nose beers all night and, and got just crushed. And then they ended up just signing like tons mm-hmm. of footballs and stuff. And then some other guy was like, sorry, how much did that guy pay you? He's like, I'll pay you $30,000 oh to do it. So then he's like, man, he's like, I was making bank. He's like, there was a couple months there in the, in the summer. He's like, I'm sure the statute of limitations is gone on this. Cause right. you know, we're, I don't know how long ago that was, what, 10, 10, 11 years ago. Like yeah. he's like, go ahead, come take my Heisman. Like, come get it. Like whatever. Um, but I just thought that was so interesting. Like you're right with, with the way that these guys are uh, able to make money off their own signatures, but usually it seems like it's other people that are making money off the signatures. Off of it, yeah. Yeah. Cause, Cause when you when you do think about like the you know the idea of of autographs and stuff like that, it's it's more for ki- like it's a ki- it's it, I did it when I was a kid, right? Like I I liked getting autographs from people when I was a kid. But you got a you got a what was it a Milt Stegall on your underwear band? Stegall on my uh, Safeway price check um, little thing that I, when I was working at uh, working at Safeway, so it was like the the little card that said the price of the like I don't know green peppers or something. Oh yeah, and I got him to sign that. And uh, wow. I, like, I don't know. It's, it's something that you you just, I don't know. Like, what did I do with it? I don't, I don't even know where it is. Nothing. You know what I mean? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like, you don't, you just throw it in a drawer somewhere. Yeah. You know, or you get your jersey signed or you get something like that. Uh, which... I hate the jersey signing. I'm not a fan of that yeah? idea. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it, it, it's going to run in time. You can't wash the jersey then. Like, no. if you spill mustard on it from having a jumbo jet dog and there's, there's a giant Sharpie squiggle on the front of it, it's going to run down through the logo. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about having a jersey sign that makes you feel like, uh, like you know the person maybe or something. No. Like that. I don't know. There's something about. There's a lot of people have jerseys signed, whether they wear it to a game or they hang it up in their you know their basement or something like that. Right? Yeah. But there's like signing a jersey. That's like that's the number one thing in sports, right? I, I guess it means like, that you've gotten close enough. That jersey has been touched by the guy right. who's on the back of it. Like, don't you wish, okay, last winter when you saw Devin Sawa in Winnipeg, don't you the wish. The actor, Devin Sawa. Yes, you had asked him for his autograph so that you could have that proudly displayed in your new basement. Um, hmm. See, I'd rather just be best friends with Devin Sawa <laughs> like I am. <laughs> You know, I became very, very close friends and confidants of Devin Sawa yeah, after our, yeah. our meeting. Oh, yeah. So I think more people are about the selfies now because then other that's people. That's true. Because I'm not going up to somebody to be like, whoa, that's pretty cool autograph you got there because you could have bought it off the Internet. But if I see that you've had an encounter, you got your arm around Devin Sawa and you guys really look like your bestie sharing a dart on Portage Avenue. Right. I mean, I, so selfies, I think, are the new autographs then. Yeah. Right? Selfies would be, I, I guess, cooler. Right. Mm. But but then you got the selfies where it's like, you remember Connor McDavid when he's standing oh. in the airport in Edmonton yeah. and there's that couple that's like holding his arms and he's just like, he looks like he's held hostage. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Connor blink yeah. twice. If you need security, <laughs> check your liquor mart this week for the new Winnipeg rock lager, the 92 one city brewski that uh, we had the opportunity to go through Fort Gary brewery on Friday and uh, very much appreciated Scotty and the crew there uh, taking us through for not only uh, a tour, but a little sampling too. A little sampling. Well, maybe it was a big sampling. Yeah, it was a bigger sampling than I was expecting. Oh. Let me tell you. 
Yeah, got to got to take a look at all of the big, huge barrels, and uh, they took us through there for a little bit. The vats. The big vats, and then went to the cooler and uh, had a couple uh, cold brewskis. Yeah. Tried the 92 and City one, which is a uh, lager. Really good. Tasty. Yeah. Nice. The uh, Williamette and Saws hops. Pure Manitoba, baby. Made from sure. the land of ice and snow where the potholes grow. Ah. And it is going to be available at uh, the LC starting today. I mean, I guess they were in stores previously, but today is kind of the big launch okay. of the uh, Fort Gary Brewing Partnership with 921 City and uh, Manitoba Mutts. So roughly 50 cents per can going to the Manitoba Mutts Dog Rescue as well. So it's beer. It's charity. It's your favorite radio station. Oh, it's beer. God. What can be better? It's beer. <laughs> So as you know, Fort Gary Brewing, the pioneers of craft beer, uh, made by Manitobans for Manitobans for over 90 years. Did you get a chance to try the... Uh, the uh, Stone Cold? The, no, the, no, not the Stone Cold, the peanut butter jelly one. No, I didn't. Oh no. my God, No, man. I had to go to I had to go to an appointment because, yeah, so Turnbull and I went, uh, we kind of staggered yeah, we were in our appearance. Yeah, we were in shifts. So I went, uh, I went first, I did the first shift. And I uh, just kind of hung out for a little bit. And then I guess you came in for the boozing shift. I guess so. Yeah, I, I, got, the, yeah. I got the lucky one. This, uh, uh, this peanut butter jelly one, though, man, holy smokes, is it good. That's just hitting the shelves, too. I think so, right? yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it tasted like juice. Yeah, it's like a session. Really, something. I really saw good, it. yeah. I saw it. I was talking to, was it Nick, the brewmaster? Mm-hmm. And then you got, uh, oh, what was the other guy's name? Not Emil. Um, um, oh, starts with an E. It's Great a, guy. Italian. Really nice guy. I think so, yeah. Really nice guy. <laughs> Great name too. Yeah. He showed Memorable. us around. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, he walked us through the uh, the entire process. Yeah. yeah. And I guess Fort Gary Brewing is going to be opening up a, a tap room too in mm. time, so they'll probably have a little restaurant like some of the other local breweries too. Because I always like doing that stuff, man. When I travel, I always like going to uh, a local brewery, even though I'm not the biggest craft beer guy. Um, I do like going into the brewery to just kind of see how things are done. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that beats a freshly tapped keg at the brewery. No, nothing. There's one thing um, from my tour there that I would l- really, really like to um, to transfer over to our place of work. What's that? Uh, and that was, I don't know if you Communication? saw this. But, but uh, Respect in the uh, workplace? No, no, I don't care about any of that crap. <laughs> there was a, a little spot there where they just had a whole bunch of flats of beer and a sign above that said, free staff beer. Oh, yeah. Take, yeah, yeah. please take as many as you want, basically. Yeah, it's like, all the, yeah, the, the runoffs. I guess whatever, so, yeah, yeah. Dent the open, in the can or the something. The open cases or something like that. And, yeah. Uh, man, what a place to work. No kidding. Well, yeah, you got to stay hydrated, man. It's got to be hot in that factory. <laughs> Curbside pickup, you can buy the 92-1 City in Fort Gary Brewing, Winnipeg's Rock Lager, fortgary.com, skip the dishes, LCs, and beer stores. Go grab it. Support the uh, Manitoba Mutts and uh, support your liver. Yeah. Take a pic of you drinking it, too. Yeah. Send it to us. Tag us. Yeah. We'll retweet you. Oh, will we? Well, if we can figure that out. <laughs> Right now, we open up the phone line at 780-CITY, 780-2484. We have uh, tickets to give away for the Saints and Sinners Tour. The Saints and Sinners Tour is coming to Bell MTS Place, which is now, as of July 1, known as... Uh, Canada Life Center? Yeah. Place? Center. 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 CLC. Yeah. Yeah, you know me. CLC. Yeah. See, see it, CLC, bro. I hope nobody says that. 
Canada Life Center. These companies pay good money for the naming rights. Say it loud. Say yeah. it proud. Yeah. I wonder what they paid for. That's that. like uh, the investment group field when uh, yeah. when that obviously first got named. That they made it clear you could not call it IGF. And now they want to call it IGF. Now field. they want to call it IG field. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> what is it with the, like communications people? Oh, it, it's, it's 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 like it's it's everything. Say this, and then they just turn around and like don't say this now. Change it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like okay, what? <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, this show coming up in November, and if you want tickets, 780 City, 780 2484. We'll play Guess the Gitch today. Oh, okay. Because Turnbull had a big weekend, and I actually had fun with my buddy Pat on Saturday laughing about um, wearing Yves Martin <laughs> right. underwear because those boxers are the absolute worst. Every guy can agree that when it's 27 degrees, nothing is worse for swalls than a pair of Yves Martin. <laughs> you shouldn't be wearing Yves Martin if you're not still in junior high. Well, I That's think a lot of guys I look do. at it. I think a lot of guys really? wear the Eves Martens. Oh, yeah, they're cheap. I don't know. Hey, good morning, City. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good, pal. How are you? I'm not bad. Yeah, so we need uh, the style and pattern and uh, color of Turnbull's undies this morning. Oh, boy. Um, style. Probably a brief. It is a brief. Oh. Uh, I mean, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what color? Uh, I'm gonna say blue plaid. No, I'm sorry, that is incorrect. They don't not make blue, blue plaid. plaid briefs, do not they? Not blue plaid. I, I've never seen them. You're not wearing like red wine colored fruit of the looms, are you? <laughs> no. Like dad scundies. Hello. Ugh. Oh. Lost them. Hey, good morning, City. Good morning. Hi. Uh, hi. I think gray briefs. They're not gray. They are oh, not gray. Okay. No. How tattered are they, by the way? No, they're, these are uh, these are like uh, maybe only a few weeks old, actually. So, so seven out of ten? They're, they're pretty new. <laughs> you, Good burn, you burn through those things pretty quick. <laughs> burn is the right word. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hi. Are they solid black briefs? They're not solid black. They're not oh. solid black, but they are solid something. Oh, they're solid. <laughs> not for long, though. Hello? Guess the gitch. Hey. Hi. Uh, let's say they're uh, solid uh, blue. Yeah, they're navy blue. I'm going to give you that. Navy they're navy blue. blue. Solid navy blue briefs. Oh, like bikini cut? Like are they high? What do you mean bikini Are they no. high waist? No, they're just normal underwear. Like sport briefs? Yeah. But like like the... Like, like brief briefs. What do you mean? What are you asking? Like, like little budgie packers. What's that mean? <laughs> like they're not... Like they're not uh, like boxer briefs. Like boxer briefs. Like oh, they're briefs. boxer briefs. Well, yeah. Less different than briefs. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's a completely different style of underpant. <laughs> Turnbull. Like they're not boxers. No, but they're the type boxers. Yes. Yeah, but those are boxer briefs. Well, that's what briefs are. No, what are briefs? briefs. Briefs. Look up briefs. What look are briefs? Up, look up briefs right now and tell me that's up, the same thing. I'll look up briefs right now. What's look up briefs? briefs. Briefs. Yeah, briefs. What a stupid name. Briefs. When you say it out loud a few <laughs> times, it's like, huh. Oh, yeah. these like tidy whiteies. Yes. No, 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 no. That's, that's, what, I'm not saying. What, I, that's not what these are. That's what I'm saying. Boxer, I thought. I thought. Well, briefs. that's why I thought. That's why I went. Ugh. Because I'm like, you're not wearing got, those. Because I got to be honest with you. I've been boxers my entire life. Like boxers, boxers, loose, loose boxers. Yeah. And just recently, like within the last few months, balls dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Needed to reel in the boat I've gone anchor. Over to the, I've gone over to the boxer briefs. I thought oh. briefs. I thought that's what they were. Yeah, I no. They were like oh, that is, no. no, 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 no. I don't wear briefs. I, that's why I went. Ugh. I'll show you right now. No, I'll prove no, it to you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs>
guess the gitch. I guess by default. What was that guy's name? Uh, I lost it here. Oh, that's okay. It's not that important. <laughs> I was going to say. Ben. Ben was his name. Ben. ben. He ben. got off lucky. Got a very lucky. Oh, I guess. See, I, let's because I was never a briefs guy, so I thought briefs. Like everyone just calls them briefs. No one calls them boxer briefs. Yeah. Well, there's a difference. But apparently, there's a difference. I just learned. Well, and that's why I asked about the bikini cut because well, the, yeah. the briefs. There are actually briefs that guys wear. They're, I call them manties, but they they actually are high cut, and they they don't have quite the same band. They're they're. It's very weird. Hmm. But but again, who am I to judge? Why would I be seeing your your fundies? Well, that's true. You know. Yeah, but but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's it's a it's a weird thing for a guy to wear mantis. If you wear a pair of mantis, of real authentic briefs, you text in right now seven six two five five five. Oh, buddy, the f- text line is going to be going nuts. <laughs> Things going to burn right up. There's tons of mantis in the audience. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we go to events and it's like I can pick the mantis guys out of the crowd. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a mantis guy. <laughs> like the uh, the you know the sax underwear, yeah, like the, the really comfy. Like that's so that's boxer briefs. Yeah, that's a boxer okay, brief. Yeah, yeah, yeah with the little yeah. kangaroo pouch in the front. Oh man, is that ever comfy? Is it? Oh, dude, I didn't think it, I was gonna like it. It's like it's like someone's just holding your nuts in their hand. Yeah. It feels, oh, it's it's quite nice. If anybody knows what that feels like, <laughs> <laughs> it's you. Would be you. Yep. <laughs> um, good news. If you have a little more salt than pepper, um, I was reading this morning uh, that the university, Columbia University in New York City, yeah, they published a journal last week saying that uh, no, you no longer need the shoe polish to keep that hair chestnut. You just need to stop being so stressed. This goes for men. This goes for women. Um, basically, uh, the, the hair follicles can rejuvenate themselves and kind of reverse age. And, and the color comes back. The color can no. come back. It is possible. Yep. Um, basically if you start getting your, your first gray hairs in your late twenties, early thirties, something like that. Hello. Um, the team said that, um, that is when the process is most reversible. Okay. So okay. you're stressed out in your twenties, stressed out in your thirties, starting to go, uh, you know, a little yeah. salty on top. I got a big patch of of like of oh. like that <laughs> of like that gray hair. I've noticed a lot lately. I'm getting a lot of grays, and I'm early 30s. You know what it is? It's kids. I didn't start getting gray hair till I had kids. I didn't start losing my hair till I had kids. Between job stress and, and kids, it's look, amazing. Look that, at me. That, that, that that could affect losing your hair. You know, st- yeah. stress, sure. stress can affect losing your hair. It's crazy. Yeah, the nervous system, man, it's crazy. Just Nobody gets stressed and all of a sudden, pop, pop, yeah. pop. Well, and the chemical, you know, stress hormones, the chemicals in your body that are flowing through. You know, you're all nervous and you're like, when your hair is like, oh, I don't want to be Here's part like, of this anymore. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, my life would be better living in your shower drain <laughs> than it would be going to work every day. I've watched this so many times this morning. I watched it over the weekend. So uh, the Tour de France is on right now, and this was actually day one. So Tour de France off to a great start. Yeah, and uh, well, just listen. That to was this. a little closer than 126 as they've gone under that banner. Oh! oh the passive crash there. What has happened? Right on oh. the side of the road there. Look at this. I don't know what happened there. Maybe they clipped the crowd, but whatever has happened, they are in a right mess down there at the moment now. How many riders? That is a massive crash, Bob. It's completely... It was a jumbo, Visma ride. Oh, my, oh my goodness <laughs> me. Oh, it was the sign that the rider in front hit. 
and that is the result. So there's like some lady who's because uh, obviously Tour de France people line up along the streets, right? Yeah, everywhere. And there's lady. I, I don't know what she's trying to do. I can't read her sign. I don't it know says L A O P O M I, which means like basically saying like "What's up, Grandma Grandpa?" Oh, but, but it's okay, kind of like okay. German slash French. So okay, so whatever. she's holding the sign to get on camera, and she's leaning out over. The- over the track yeah. enough that the guy who's in, the, in that far lane clips her yeah. and when he clips her she kind of get kind of gets hit real good and then obviously he takes a tumble and when you're in a pack like they are in the Tour de France of riders. as soon as one guy takes a tumble you might as well say goodbye to everybody else Oh, man. And because like the guys were actually leading the race, like that one team was in front <laughs> and then the front guy uh, just smacked the sign. He goes down, just gets rocked by like 40 <laughs> bikes in a row. And then they go down like dominoes. And there's guys that are, you know, because once you start getting all tangled up and you could see like you, you can imagine all the bikes kind of look the same. So they're all like looking around like, is this yours? Is this yours? Is this yours? <laughs> Yeah, they're all like looking around like bozos. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're losing time to the, the three people exactly. that didn't go down in this crash. Um, there must be 40, 50 people that, that go down in, in, oh, this, in this crash. I mean, it's uh, luckily there was nobody that was seriously hurt except uh, one guy. There's one guy that's had to withdraw from the, uh, the rest of the tour. So the girl who caused the crash, who yeah. was holding the sign, she's, she's on the run right now. Yeah. And uh, the police are trying to find her because they said they're going to charge her. They yeah, want to she's charge her for this. And they, yeah. they're going to sue her yeah. <laughs> to, 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 deter, to deter people from running out. And yeah. every once in a while, you'll see this at the tour where somebody runs out in like a chicken costume <laughs> or something like that. Just all about attention, right? Because uh, there's not really any barriers up for the people. Not there, no. Because when I was in France a couple summers ago and they were setting up in Rambouillet for the, for the final stage mm-hmm. of the Tour de France, um, yeah, there were barricades all oh, over okay. the place. Okay. So this must be super rural. Because once they go into towns, I believe, you know, and, and some of those towns are walled too, so there's right. really no way of getting on the other side of that. Um, <laughs> it is pretty interesting, though. It's crazy that there are that many people that take cycling seriously enough to give up their day to go stand on the side of the road. Because it, it's it's like, at least NASCAR, they're coming around multiple times. Right, this you're seeing. This is it. Yeah, You go and you stand there. And then it's like, zoom, and, and they're gone. just gone. And you're like, yeah. especially when they're this close in a pack. Right. But you don't even have to really like cycling. You just want to say, hi, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Sign. That's all you need. <laughs> Allez, opiomi. <laughs> now she's hiding out in the French Alps. Yeah, I know. now with Bigfoot. She's on the run. <laughs> yeah, well, I can tell you right now that she's not going to get away because these guys are pretty fast on bikes. <laughs> they will find her and they're all huffed up on steroids, I'm sure. They're going to roid rage out on her. How many bikes do you think got like in different hands? Like somebody oh, must have picked up the wrong bike. Yeah. Had so to have. It's like when you go to a party and you take somebody else's shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so your... The Bone Phone. On Winnipeg's Rock Station. 92.1 City. Hey, Church. Well, I don't think you're understanding that we're ahead of schedule and we should be, you know, keep on set schedule so we can keep going on schedule to reach that schedule schedule uh, i can't even say it <laughs> schedule i hate that schedule schedule well, alistair was all about the schedule last week sure schedule. well we're keeping on schedule we're keeping on schedule hey i know we're uh, heading towards getting back to the office but um can i just throw out there that you just should never ever cut your nails toes or fingers at the office environment agreed work to the guy who did that you did yeah who bombers he was uh was he your boss? No, he was uh, in the marketing department. Oh. And I was at the old stadium when we were just in cubicles. 
And so you're just sitting there and you <laughs> he, just hear, He's in a cubicle working on his cuticle. Yes, yes. And you just hear the click, click. No, yeah. fingers or toes? Well, I hope I never look. I'm assuming it's just fingers. Just I bite hope. your fingernails like everyone else. <laughs> I hope he didn't just have his big old nasty feet up on the desk and he was just probably did chomping away at those things. Oh <laughs> yeah, people. I see. I've seen people chew their toenails. Oh, before. I've seen it too. It's nasty. Yeah. Hey guys, good morning. Uh, just listening to that lady uh, giving uh, you know lessons on Bishop Grandin. But um, she got that like hot for teacher sort of vibe. Like uh, when you're back in junior high. And- there's that one hot teacher, and every time she's giving you discipline, you, you can't help but be like, so uh, I don't know what to do. Like, uh, she's so hot. My boner gets, like, you know, I get a boner harder and harder when you, uh, you know, talk to me like that. Maybe you should get her on the, you know, on your show and get her to give you tutorials on, like, zippering or, or scissoring in traffic or something. Anyways, have a good day, guys. Yeah, the, 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 the lady who, she's just... Got a hot take about everything. Yeah, she likes to complain. That's fine. She likes to complain yeah, about stuff. I know, but I kind of like it. Because she doesn't she doesn't care. No. That's what I think I like about it. This was the first time, this last call last week was the first time where she actually clapped back at somebody who, who clapped yeah. at her. Usually she just kind of just moves on to the next thing to bitch about. Hey, I just want to shout out. I, I had an acquaintance that I was speaking to on the phone that I, I don't know that well. I haven't known them that long. They were just in line at the Leela store, uh, or the Leela pop-up, I should say, uh, getting a Moderna shot, and they're on the verge of giving up their Pfizer for someone younger. Um, and so I said, well, hey, my kid's 15. Any chance uh, you could give it up to her? And, and unfortunately, you can't. You have to be within your own family. But uh, someone is going to benefit from that. And I uh, just thought that was a great gesture. I've heard a few other people doing the same, and uh, I think that's awesome. Eventually, my kid will get it, but uh, thanks to people like that, it'll be sooner than expected. Yeah, that is good. Pfizer's the only one right now that's approved for 12 to 17-year-olds. So, uh, you know, it, the mRNA vaccines are, they say, interchangeable. So if you have a, a Pfizer schedule and you're over 17, maybe think about moving to Moderna so that uh, one of the kids can get it. Yeah, my Pfizer went great last week. <laughs> you dick. What do you mean? <laughs> get in line. Oh, I thought kids don't get COVID. Oh, kids can't pass it around. Yeah. Get your own damn shot. <laughs> hey, Turnbull, what are you going to do when your Canadians are playing for the cup? <laughs> uh, well, they are playing for the cup. Yeah, game one today. Yeah. Mr. Turnbull. Ha, 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 ha. Boy. Yeah, you go to the big show, eh, your team? Woo, yeah. This is good. This is good for Canada. Very good Canadian team. They made it all the way. They deserve to be there. <laughs> but fact still remains. Win or lose, are they going to torch the city? Because they are known to do shit like that. So... <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. First, he's against the halves. Now oh. he's on their bandwagon. Now he's—I yeah. don't even know what he's talking about now. Laughing I think everybody about now. in the country has to get on the bandwagon. I think, like, there are a lot of people that are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, if it was Toronto in the situation, I don't think you'd see the same thing. I don't think you'd see all of Canada mm. just jumping on just because it's Toronto. I think people just want to see a Canadian team win. Not Toronto. That's you saying that as a Habs fan, though. <laughs> yeah. If you're impartial, if you're like a, a Flames fan. All, you're right. Like, yeah. all right. So just a public question for those who also partake in the pleasures of 
shower beers. Mm. If you bring more than one, where mm. do you put the others that you're not currently drinking? Just a concerned citizen looking for an answer. Thanks. Bye. Mm. I guess it depends on how many like uh, you know ledges you got in your shower, yeah. right? Because I'll take a, I'll t- I'll empty out a couple of ledges, throw that soap in the in the sink, and then throw some shower beers in there. And then just what? Use the the beer for soap. Yeah, well, exactly. Moisturize. Might as well wash yourself up. Moisturize with yeah. Molson. Yeah. No, I take Beth's crap out of there and throw it out. Oh yeah. yeah. She doesn't need it. I was very unhappy this morning when everybody was made fun from Turnbull underwear. He's obviously wearing the black Joe boxer style with the strap-on dildo that turned backwards to a face toward him. Nobody gives it right. The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 92 one city. Winnipeg's Rock Station. It's going to be beauty. You know who's going to like this? Who? My buddy Rand Dandy. Why? What's up with Rand Dandy? Because Rand Dandy just got himself a sea Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. I like those things. Those toys. Well, I mean, who doesn't? There are... Can you, you can pull uh, a tuber? Yeah. Yeah. You can pull tubes. Yeah. Skis? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it depends on how many horsepower it is. Right. Because otherwise, I mean, they're, they're really impractical except to just scoot around on the lake and just tear things up. Oh, especially you know I mean? when it's, it's super wavy at, at, you know, Lake Winnipeg by yeah. Gimli. And you're just like, just choppy. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. My All dad just hates those things. Oh, a lot of people do. Yeah, hates them. Hates the sound of them. I mean, my dad, you know, like he's a he's a canoe guy, right? Like he hates them from the shore, though, because if he was on one, I'm telling you, Big Jim would have a good I time because nobody's ever having a bad time on a sea dude. I wonder. I wonder. It's like that guy from that Tiger King documentary. Remember oh, him? Oh man, yeah, the guy from the Tiger King documentary with the mullet and the pit <laughs> viper glasses. I actually sent that picture to my buddy Randy <laughs> yeah. the other day, and I was like, "Hey, man, I think I saw you out on the lake today, getting rocked by those waves." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just oh, like yeah. ripping around, um, so so Rand Dandy, uh, he had a bit of a, a mishap though, because I, I asked oh. him if he wanted to go golfing on Saturday, and he said I can't. So that's not like you, Rand Dandy. You know, you, you, you always wants to golf, right? Big golf guy. He's like, no, I can't. I, I gotta get the sea dew out in the water. I said, well, you don't have to. I said, it's pretty rough. Like it's windy. Yeah, why does he have to do it that day? Well, because. His kids are disappointed. He had his kids uh, all amped up. He just bought this, you know, new sea dew and used, but, you know, new to them. Yeah. Um, and he said, hey, kids, like, wait at the dock. Dad's going to go fill up with gas and I'm going to come buzzing up like the guy from Tiger King with the pit yeah. vipers in the mullet. Nee, 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 nee. So he never got to go nee, 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 nee two weeks ago because when he went to the gas station, um, he was using his wife's SUV mm-hmm. and he filled up his wife's vehicle first, mm-hmm. like a good guy. Um, but I guess he was too lazy to go around to the other side of the pump and he didn't want to hang up the pump and pay twice. Mm-hmm. Right. So he just reached over. And again, it's a new to him. Sea So what he doesn't realize is that he's filling up $80 worth of gas into the air intake, <gasps> not oh, into the gas tank. Oh no. Yeah. So oh, there, there are two. There are two oh, I know. Come on. Just silly. <laughs> So there, because there are two. I'm like, well, did you not notice? Like, the, he's like, no, man. He's like, I've never filled up a sea before. He's right. like, I'm a new, I'm new, I'm new to a sea You know, right. this yeah. is a new thing. You gotta look for that little gas icon, man. Come on, yes. Randandy, what are you thinking? It says unleaded fuel oh, only, not air geez. filter. So Randandy wasn't able to get out week one with the new sea He had to take it into the place in Gimli. Right. 
Get take it, it into the service place. Yeah, exactly. Get it all cleaned out. Oh. And then uh, that's why he couldn't golf on Saturday. I guess the thing's still going to run. It still must run fine. Yeah. Just out there ripping, yeah, having the loud. time of his life. I but. like those things, man. I really do. I like those CDs. My buddy Big Sexy's got a CD over at his cabin does on he really? Lake. Well, of course he does. Well, Big Sexy Look has up. to have one. Exactly. What does he wear? Like a leopard print uh, <laughs> life jacket, too? <laughs> No life jacket, man. He's just one of those guys. No life jacket, speedo. Just uh, getting out there and the getting out there in the waves. Oh man, I wonder if uh, Rand Andy and Big Sexy <laughs> would get together and just invite us out. Maybe, oh, maybe we the, could all ride sack to back on on their seedus and now just go talking. for a little cruise. Now we're talking the sea douche crew. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, it's funny that this is uh, Rush now coming on because Rand Andy. He loves Rush. He loves Rush. Loves Rush. Oh, yeah. He's got a Rush tattoo. Oh, Rand Andy. On his lower back. <laughs> you can see it when he's wearing his uh, his life jacket. <laughs> Hit those waves. The Open Tech on 92.1 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. For Prairie Summit Shop Winnipeg. Gear up for summer with some great deals on now. Save on North Face and Indieva clothing and outerwear. Text us anytime at 762-555 every day around 840. We read as many as we can in four minutes and 20 seconds, starting with this one. Is the city beer any good? Will I be able to crush 12? Yes and yes. Yeah, like it's in conjunction with Fort Gary Brewing. What did you think we were going to say? Yeah, come on. Obviously. It's the good stuff, man. The bomb. Yeah. Quite good. Uh, Did I win the meet and greet with Mother Mother? Uh, Well, it depends what your name is. Because if your name is Jillian Anderson, then you did. From X-Files. Well, no. <laughs> well, because Jillian Anderson, um, you have won the meet and greet. Okay. Ticket upgrade. Uh, here's a PSA. The speed camera at Corden and Keniston is active today. Love it. When do you even get a chance to speed there? <laughs> it's like bumper to bumper. It's gridlock from Academy all the way to Taylor. Yeah, It's usually. garbage. Like, how have they not put another lane or two there yet? Now that they've torn down Lipset Hall and all the, you know, all the barracks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, get it going, boys. Let's go. Gosh. My dad got Steiner to sign a Steiner jersey as he was getting Steinered at BP's Lounge. (laughs) Sweet. What are all Thomas is doing? What are all the old Tomcats doing? I haven't seen him around town in a while. All city councilor Thomas. Former jet and counselor. Yes. Oh, yeah. He was a jet, too. That's right. Yeah. My sister went to a Hanson show, got an autograph on her arm, and then she got it tattooed. Oh, okay. You've seen that before. You've seen all the you know signature tattoos. They're like when somebody loses a parent and it's yeah. like love mom on their yeah. wrist. Not not generally Taylor Hanson, but uh, no. you do you. Don't be a vulture and bug people for autographs. Go shake their hand and tell them you're a fan and leave. Hmm. Eh. All right. So I'm, I, I bet there's some of those guys, especially like the fourth liners. Like, I'm sure when uh, Forbort gets somebody go up to him and recognizes him, he's probably stoked to sign he's, an autograph. Yeah, he's the one who actually asked, do you want me to sign something for you? Yeah. Hey, man, I'm Derek Forbort. <laughs> you want me to sign that uh, jersey for you, kid? Uh, uh, who? Yeah. Who are you? Don't even talk about changing Canada Day. I'll shove a burning schoolhouse up your arse. Oh, okay. All right. Terry Fox is a legend. Oh, some sort of anniversary of for his death? death? Yeah, yeah. 1981. Yeah. Terry Fox. Everyone knows Terry Fox from doing the Terry Fox runs at school as a kid. Yeah, it was always in September. I guess it that's was always when he, in September. It must have been when he dipped his toe. And you had to, like, it was, it was called the Run for Funds at Robert Browning. So you had to, like, go and get, like, pledges from people, right? Terry Fox and, like, Fun Run? And uh, people, your neighbors would be like, if you run five laps, I'll give you five bucks. Oh, yeah, you could pledge per lap. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I remember doing it. Yeah. I did it a few uh, years at Assiniboine Park. Assiniboine Park, even? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, within the last five years, six okay. years, probably. It was all right. I didn't really run. I think I walked. Running's hard. <laughs> Imagine just, doing it with one leg. I just going to say that. Like, <laughs> that guy's incredible. Yeah. What a, it, what, it's so selfless. You know, like to be a young guy, early 20s, and sit around and mope and, and cry and bitch and complain. He was no. like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to raise like three quarters of a billion dollars for charity. No. Um, can you guys play Fleetwood Mac Dreams? I hope not. No, thanks. <laughs> Go watch TikTok. <laughs> Go watch a guy skateboard with ocean spray. If you have nine days to do a road trip, where would you go? Nine days to do a road trip. Oh, God. I don't know. Uh, Montreal. Right now. Let's go. Oh, yeah. That's a bit far. Is it? Well, because you're going to take three days to get there and then three to get home. And then you're going to miss the home games anyway because you're going to have to get back in nine oh, days. Okay. All right. Where are you choosing? Uh, I'd probably go to like Chicago. Chicago's good. Yeah, because you can do that's it in a day trip. and then you got seven days there and then you just leave on the way back. That's fair. Yeah, like, and then you could hit, like, Wisconsin Dells and Minneapolis. Oh, like you could, yeah, you can. Like, that's a true road trip. Yeah. Or I would go to South Dakota and go play golf at Bully Pulpit in the Black Hills, down by Medora, North Dakota. Yeah, okay. I'd go Medora. I'd go Black Hills. Yeah, I'd probably go that way, actually, because that's <laughs> only about 10 hours, 12 hours. Habs suck. Oh, come on. Did you guys see FF9 on the weekend? FF9. Fast and Furious 9. No, God. No. <laughs> Man, a lot of people did. 70 million bucks at the box oh office over the weekend. FF Niner. 921 City. It's Winnipeg's Rock Station. Heat Wave continues this week for us as well as across the West. People melting in Vancouver. Uh, the lower mainland uh, into the Thompson Okanagan Valley where it was 40s. Almost 47 yesterday. Probably going to hit 47 today. 47. I remember uh, when we were a kid, we were, when I was a kid, we were on a trip out east and uh, went to the Ottawa Blues Fest. Oh, I love and it, it was Fest. during a heat wave that was over 40. I have never felt so hot in my life. Yeah. And we, like, there was one air conditioned tent in the, out of the whole, like, festival. It was worth it though because you got to see Culture Club. No, it was like this, like uh, this, like, the like, like gospel, like, group, oh. whatever. And I was like, I don't know, maybe like Voice to Men. Uh, it was like basically, yeah. And I was, I think, eleven years old, and I got into this, and I just needed air. My mom took me into this uh, this air conditioned tent, and I got so caught up in it, man. Like this, they were like, you know, it was like straight out of like the south, like you know, th- those gospel like praise Churches. Jesus, all yeah. that stuff, right? And man, I, I got so caught up in it, I was just like on the floor, like Hallelujah! <laughs> <laughs> you are healed, brother. You are healed. Honestly, it's amazing that he brother David, come on down here, <laughs> climb up under my skirt. <laughs> Or what are those things? The smock. What are those things they wear? I don't know what they like wear. The robes. I don't know. Yeah. Dresses? Yeah, they are. Well, they're like, the, yeah, they're, I don't know. Even the dudes wear them. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of a cool style because I wonder if there's anything, if they wear anything underneath. Like you think of graduation, right? You know, the big grad, it's yeah. a robe, I guess, is what it is. I guess that's the best way to describe it. It's like a mm-hmm. nylon robe. Like I didn't wear anything under that at, at my grad. Why not? it was hot. You didn't. You didn't go commando underneath yeah. that. No, <laughs> I did. It was very hot. Just because it was very hot. And I went like, across the stage. It's not like the underwear. And I gave a, <laughs> gave a little ass to the front row. Hey, boys. <laughs> Just lift it up. It's not like the underwear was going to make you that much hotter. Yeah. Oh, I think man. I put on underwear for the family photos after. but <laughs> That's like the question whenever somebody like gets married in, in a kilt or something, right? Yeah. Because kilt, you got to sure. not wear anything. Is That's that traditional, the key? Traditional kilts. 
Wouldn't the wool chafe a little bit? Um, I'm not really warm. Well, one, not to be really, honest, you're not really running in a kilt usually. It's not like it's yeah, running what, in a kilt. What about when you're doing the boot scoot and boogie on the dance floor <laughs> late at night? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Just giving her in the old kilt. All right, that's it for us. Have a great day. Enjoy the weather today. Um, yeah, we got kind of a short week. Tomorrow's kind of Friday. Tomorrow's our Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be a gooder. Oh, I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> Arena, TJ and Turnbow will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City.